Welcome. To Arcade Audio. This week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I feel like uh, Jamie Foxx in that blooper and horrible bosses. He's like, give me that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like swallows wrong. And it sounds like a uh, like a like a snail man. I don't know. I'm so fucking tired and over this goddamn week. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Oh, it's July 13th, 2023. Thank God for my mom's birthday. That's the only reason I know what date it is, because mm-hmm. um, it was yesterday. And uh, hey, everyone, if you're new here, we are married, which means that we have to keep this house and life moving. So we have difficult jobs. And in the midst of all that, we entertain you fucking people on a weekly basis. Oh my gosh, Chris, you're so rude. By watching a movie and talking about it. And we have such a high standard for our work that we're recording this mere hours before it needs to be posted because we've tried to record every night this week. And it just, and it just didn't work one out. One of us is like... It just didn't work out. We're just not... For this episode, which should be an all-time episode... I want to I make was sure. So excited to I want to make sure episode. that we are at the top of our game, and I hate to tell you this. Here we are. Um, <laughs> here, here we are, buddy. We were at the top of our game ten years ago, man. Before the podcast. Before the podcast even started. Yeah, it's we very, very true. Uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna rise to the occasion. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get to it. I'm I'm glad you're confident. I just fell asleep. <laughs> I've been asleep. Um, yeah, not not really anything out of the 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 norm of our. We haven't lives. watched anything. Well, that's not true. Well, okay, we've watched not movie-wise. TV. We so, haven't watched movies. So over the past week, cause we watched this we watched this movie twice, which we'll get to here in just a couple minutes. Um, but we watched it Man, under I different forgot. circumstances. I forgot about that. Yeah, we watched God it under, damn watched it. under different circumstances the second time. Uh, we. Had a couple things going on over the past week. Uh, we have. Last Saturday, we went to local pro wrestling Woo-woo! at the Showcase of Citrus Woo-woo! here in Claremont, Florida. Uh, of course, if you're a fan of Arcade Audio, for quite some time, you know our former flagship show, Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast entertainment. It means I've been a wrestling fan my entire life. And literally, not even five minutes from us, a Taurus Trap petting zoo slash citrus like pick you pick slash monster truck it's what if you live if you've ever it's, been to florida it's, it's something and gone to the theme parks you've seen a place like this where it's like should we stop there let's stop no, there and then you stop there stop and you're like oh why did we stop why here? did we stop here yeah. uh, they started advertising wrestling a few months ago and got some like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. d-level wrestlers 
in terms of like no notoriety once a month. Dean. Well, no, I'm talking about like Enzo and A Ryan. Yeah, like yeah, no, saying uh, Dean. So we of course went to the month where there's none of those. F F level. Uh, yes, and we had a blast. It Look, was man, it Jill- was... We, we went because of Jillian. Jillian. Also went because I I have not been to a show like that probably in over thirty years. And you wanted to, you know, scope out the competition for. Uh, I'm going to infiltrate this company. Is, is yeah. What my... Well, no, I mean, don't, don't, don't you and uh, the boys have your own uh, wrestling promotion oh. in the works. You talk about scope- S. Look, we have not had our SPW episode yet of Podswoggle. That's still coming, oh. so I don't want to. I don't want anybody to hear this and take our idea. So I appreciate the the future plug, but I have to keep that under a tight. A tight yeah, so you're infiltrating, so you can hmm, get I all of the dirt. Could, hmm. I think Randy Wentworth, the king of Snowflake Mountain and uh, Beastly, oh, would make. Uh, did would we make look good... for that show? Uh, oh no! That, absolutely that not. Television. No, no. This is way too inside baseball. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so we went to a, a fun wrestling show Friday night. I'm sorry, Saturday night. And then uh, Sunday, of course, we had Jillian's basketball, uh, where Jillian finally made some baskets. Not in the game, but in practice. She's finally able to, she's, you know. She's done it. She's getting there. Uh, and then, yeah, then the week just, like we talked about, kind of kicked us in the ass. But throughout the week, uh, instead of recording, we instead decided to start uh, The Bear, which is one of the most critically lauded uh, comedies. It's nominated in the comedy categories for the Emmys. I got a lot of... That seems wrong. No, nah, I mean, I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those shows that kind of does both, but I think definitely if Ada classified as one or the other, I'd put it as a comedy. Um, and we love it. It's great. It's great. hate that we had to wait so long to get on board, but thankfully we're jumping on at an early enough point where, you know, we're not going to be too... Behind, behind the the eight ball by experiencing it as the second season just kind of was posted a few weeks ago. So that's that's taken up the past two nights of us. We're already uh, about to start the second episode of the second season. And I think that's about it. That's about it. Let's get to it, huh? We've waited all week. It's been literally almost a week since we've watched it. I have got a novel. Yeah, I have a lot of notes. Oh my god, that's longer than the script. So many notes. I just wrote the movie. <laughs> They're all in capital letters as well, which a lot of mine. Which are really pisses me off because I do my swerves in capitals so I could differentiate them and easily count them mm-hmm. and and draw my eye to them. But I had to do everything in caps because I was just so angry. This movie transcends and flabbergasted swerves. at everything. Mm, this movie wasn't rated. Go figure. Uh, the Stop movie cheating. is a movie that I nominated. Uh, it is Birdemic Shock and Terror. Who will survive? Who will survive? The best worst movie of all time, says CBS Sunday Morning. It is a tender love story, a graphic horror shocker, an urgent ecological warning. And around the world, it became the must-see, quote-unquote, midnight movie sensation of the year. From writer, producer, director, visionary... <laughs> He wrote the back of this. Absolutely. James Nguyen, the master of the romantic thriller, he trademarked it! (laughs) Comes the story of a sexy lingerie model, Whitney Moore, and a successful software salesman, Alan Badge, on a weekend getaway to a quaint northern California town. Wait, a weekend getaway? They live there. 
No, no. Remember, they, they didn't live there. Whatever. They lived in San Antonio or San Jose or whatever. Whatever. But when the entire region is attacked by millions of homicidal birds. Millions? <laughs> millions. It's like seven. Their picturesque paradise becomes a winged hell on earth. Can mankind now survive the avian onslaught of Birdemic? Hollywood legend Tippi Hendren of Hitchcock's The Birds want to point out, I think her name is Tippi Hedren, but they said Hendren, so I read it the way it says no, on the back I, of the box. I know, I know. No, I'm just pointing out for the back of the box. Makes a special appearance in the global cult movie phenomenon that Video Gum says, quote, might end up being the greatest film of all time. Truly remarkable, says IFC. Want to point out Tippi Hedren? Not in this movie. <laughs> she is not in this movie. Uh, on a TV screen. Oh, was she? Yeah. Um, this last name is not pronounced the way you pronounced it. But which, which one? Wynn. James Wynn. It's Wynn. You can say it either way. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. James Wynn or James Wynn. They're both fine. Okay. But it's the one because I fucked up uh, fucking California. California. So my relationship with this movie. I don't. Is I you're a <laughs> I love bad movies. I mean, it's been it's been discussed as we're approaching. You four, are a bad movie. We're approaching four hundred. You are a bad movie. We're approaching four hundred and fifty episodes. I think it's kind of clear at this point. Um, and from that, I have a deep love of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and in modern times, riff tracks and. When Pluto TV first became kind of really popular a couple of years ago, I would put on the MST3K and Rift Jacks channel all the time and caught the, the Birdemic Rift Tracks. And I hadn't seen the actual movie before. And was like, oh my God, this is the funniest, shittiest thing ever. Like, this transcends. It does something. I don't know if transcends is the word, but it does something. Like film, because it's not. Um, and so I looked it up immediately and bought it and was like, I, I can't wait to make look, you experience look. this. Because we have been talking about, particularly over the past like year or two, uh, I showed you Neil Breen, who is very much, he, it is that. He's James Nguyen. Uh, he wishes. They, 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 they're brothers. It is that Tommy Wiseau crap our tour culture of guys that you you sit and you think, are they in on it? Like, do they fucking get it? And they just are on this level, this tier of making crap so bad that it's actually, like, no. genius. No, I think they just and love the smell of their own shit. No, it's not even that. They don't think their shit stinks. They think they're making fucking art. And they're shocked and bemused at people's reaction and responses to what they do. And it makes this this whole other weird ball of weird that is just fascinating to me. So I referenced earlier, we watched it twice. We watched the movie itself, which to be perfectly honest, was the first time I've ever watched it just without anything. <laughs> it was just like, just to watch it without riff tracks on it or like, you know, just clips of it on YouTube. Um, and then we watched, over the course of two days, the Rift Tracks 
of it, which is fantastic. It's, I so think, good. one of the best things. I haven't heard you laugh that hard in quite some time. It's really good. Um, so, so look. So, I It was love... the opening credits. And <laughs> it is impossible it was, to talk about this movie. I have no idea how we're going to do it this. Was, it was already the worst movie I'd ever seen, just from the opening credits. And I just don't understand why there were so many angles looking out of the windshield. Angles is being very nice. And, and angles would indicate why that there's... Why it was all crooked. It's, no. cro- it's crooked because he doesn't know how to put the camera a certain way to see like the reflection in the mirrors and the windows and the glare. Yeah. It's like that to show we're moving, but I don't know. And then what... I, just, I just didn't know what the point of view was supposed to be. Like, why was I looking at the trees out the <laughs> front of window? On this long-ass winding road. Well, because, you know, sometimes, like, the point of view is, like, you're, like, the person who's driving, right? Like, or you're, like, seeing the car drive by, right? Like, you're, like, that character. Or, like, it's the main person driving. But this was, like, a passenger seat view looking not even at the road, but, like, out the windshield, but at the side staring at the trees. It's amazing. The long it, drive to start the movie. It's It's literally about five minutes of just... A car driving. And then he doesn't even park in a fucking parking spot. It's just a car driving over the very slow credits and, and just the no, very shy music. Oh! <laughs> want to turn that off. It's going to be a bad long night for it. It just sets you up right away for the shit show you're about to experience. Like, it's amazing. And I, it, here, here's a big thing that I think we should let people know for the people that are not aware of this. Uh, the Birdemic doesn't start until like 45 minutes. 45 in. minutes it's into this minutes. movie, which is, I believe, an hour and a half. So yeah, half of the movie. Through. Half of the movie, it's just, it's just setting up everything. It's the, it's the terrible romi- sound it's, it's mixing. The tender lo- it's the tender love story. The tender love story with so, terrible sound mixing. This dude's walking him, hearing his feet crunching the leaves. Not on purpose, which is more annoying. He, so and he can't convincingly walk. He can't convincingly walk. He As can't convincingly talk. Uh, who the fuck is this guy? Alan Badge. Alan Badge. Alan Bag. I don't know. Same thing. Oh, so that's another one. No, I mean, if it's the kind of thing we don't know, then it's just however I say it. It's fine. You can call me. You can't go back and retroactively do it. It's I'll done. I called you fine. on win. Yeah, and I said no. It was done. You can't go back and do that. You can do it right then and there. I did. No, it was done reading the box. It's not how it works. Whatever. Look, I, I I'm do done wa- talking about this movie. <laughs> Oh, fuck you! Get out of the way, mate. ISO. Um, it, so, like, when you're watching it, I don't want to. We've done this a lot for the bad movies. We are going to go from like beginning to end, but I, I do want to hit some of our regular questions and things we also do as well. But it is so important to note to everybody. So, the movie starts, and like we said, it is just five minutes of driving with bad angles and bad music and slow ass credits, and you're like, what the fuck. And he parks the car and he gets out of the car and he walks like a GTA character and like PlayStation 2. And you're like, okay, well, once we get to like talking and scenes happening, I'm sure it's fine, right? And he, he goes into this restaurant and as soon as he gets in the restaurant, you can hear the audio quality drastically change. Like you can hear the air running. You can hear that somebody like didn't plug the microphone in. Like whatever, however you want to classify it. And the girl is so loud <laughs> for her one like, can I help you? And then it's so quiet when it gets back to him. And then it's so loud when it gets back to her. You're like, oh, you immediately know. You, you immediately get <laughs> the quality. You, even if you didn't know it from the fucking five minute intro you, of the credits, that, you're like, 
then oh, you know. It's this type of movie. Yeah, it's this type it of movie. It is this type of movie where we have somebody who spent $10,000 on this, who all the, all the names in the opening credits are largely just made up bullshit. Like, it's all him. Like, there's no fucking gaffer, or there's no fucking whatever on this. It took them six months to make this. Wow. Because of uh, funding Wasted and their scheduling and whatever else. Um, I do, at the end of this, please remind me, I want to get into, like, some of the lore and, like, what's happened from this movie sure. since. Um, sure, that's fine. Fine, whatever. But, um, uh, you already said it, but I, I want to reiterate it on record. Is this the worst movie you've ever seen? Yes. I I think it has to be. I think it has think to be. It's not even we've watched a scrawl. <sighs> I mean, scrawl, scrawl is bad, but See, this is I worse. Just, I disqualify Scrawl because I don't consider Scrawl a movie. Like, Scrawl, scrawl is nonsense. This at the very worst. Like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Scrawl is not a movie. Scrawl is just incoherent, just shit on a camera. Well, this, at the very least, you can say there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Why were all the people in this restaurant at the beginning eating by themselves? Because uh, they did not get any permits <laughs> to do any of this. So there's literally parts of the movie where they're just guerrilla-style filming. So I think those are just who was at the restaurant at the time. So they just decided to film where a bunch of sad fucking people eating their fucking food and their lunch and their dinner. Um, or whatever fucking time it was. Because it probably, who knows, probably different the fucking days. Um, it's, it's, so, yeah, it's you're epic, right. It's epic in the worst fucking This movie has a beginning, way. middle, and end, but the story is nonsense. Oh, 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 oh no. The most bizarre nonsense. But... It's I, not even the birdemic part of it that's the worst n- nonsense. It's it's yes. it's just like so the the establishment of the characters and their yes. backstories is the most nonsensical, ridiculous stuff. I think this, this is, dude breaks his fucking neck watching this girl exit the restaurant. Hey, you gotta slow up here. I'm not. I'm going in order. I know, but but there's there's things to discuss. They, they're overarching. Okay. You just tackled. So. The one thing I did miss about him sitting on the restaurant. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Oh. You're going to make me forget. Here's the fascinating thing about this movie. Nothing. No, everything is. But the worst part of the movie is the first 45 minutes. It's the first half. Which is. Which Before is, the birth. Which is bonkers. Because the second half of the movie features, and I'm just going to give little snippets here as we get into them deeper in the movie. The worst TIFF-filed CGI birds in the history of mankind. Two or three absolutely nonsensical random characters that have ecological, you know, overtones to them. Some of the worst fucking, like, blood effects and acting you've ever fucking seen. Soliloquies. But, but, but that stuff is somehow, like, boring compared to the first 45, which is... This quote-unquote tender love story written by a man who I don't think has ever processed the concept of how the real world works. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy, uh, James Nguyen, who is a, a, a you know, God bless him, a, a, a Vietnamese immigrant who had a dream of making movies because of his love of Hitchcock. I don't think knows... How money and jobs 
and fame work. Because in this first 45 minutes, we have the dingiest, cheapest looking office settings and buildings mm-hmm. and and locales house billion dollar and million dollar sales and deals uh, cover model declarations and filming like things that do not exist where they are and don't happen the way that they happen <laughs> it is it's like how why what and we're just expected to just fucking go with it and we did (laughs) and we fucking did back to him breaking his neck in the diner because yes we are still in the first five minutes technically dude breaks his neck in the diner watching this girl leave leave and you're like okay creeper but then they just stay on him staring at her Mm -hmm. for like a good three minutes then he gets up Leaves his already drunk coffee and orange juice and all these other things he didn't even order yet. He had four drinks on the table. They were all different. And he didn't even order. You didn't even see him order anything. Nope. He was still looking at the menu. Races after this girl and, and, and stops her. And they proceed to have the first worst conversation a man and a woman have ever had on the history You're of so the beautiful. planet. Thank you. Oh, no, don't, don't. So, no, Mike. But- this is the most nonsensical thing. Mike. Hey, hey, did you go? Did you go to where was it? Whatever high school. Did you go to this? She's like, high yeah, school? how'd you know? Oh, like, I went there. I think I sat behind you. And oh. she's like, okay. Where do you live? Oh, I grew up here. Oh, I grew up in this a totally different place. Then how the fuck did you go to the same high school? How did the ring stay in his pocket the whole time? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, my quote in my notes was She's not from here. She left. He chased her down. They exchanged business cards. I mean, <laughs> this movie's got it all. My fir- my quote on the scene was, for fuck's sakes, this first scene is epic. Sam will handle it because she made me pause. <laughs> so I knew you were taking better notes about this yo, than I do. Yo, man, I made you pause. I could not type oh, fast enough. Oh, we paused enough. so much. I could not type fast enough to keep up. I really wanted to Mystery Science Theater it and record. And I told you, nope. nope. As we were doing it, because I just had so many things. It was, I had nope. so many things going on. So then, so then, like rapid, I, rapid fire is ridiculous because what happens is him just sitting in what appears to be the shittiest home inside of all time. His, <laughs> okay. His TV is a computer screen on, on his, his kitchen counter, and he's sitting in a chair at the kitchen counter. This guy. The camera shot is. The camera is on the dining room table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watching him. Uh, well, like, why set up a tripod when you got a perfect table right there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's watching. There's a bunch of like news stories sprinkled throughout this, about like this, like a, news story. Uh, ecological the polar things. Bears are dying. Also seals, um, and then we get more. There are so many instances of just in real time. Cars traveling from one location to the other, and cars parking, and watching them park, and and watching them get out of the car, and watch them go where they're supposed to be, or pumping gas, or sitting in traffic. The 12th swerve 
of the movie. Just tell me right now, how many swerves did you have? 58 swerves. Is that our record? Uh, 58? Hang on, hang on. No, 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 I'm so sorry. 46 swerves. <laughs> You're throwing random numbers out here. I don't trust your 46 stuff at all. 46 swerves, no, because 58 was in Speed 2, 60 was in uh, Speed Racer. So ah. this is the third highest swerve movie. Got it. Count of the year so far. But gas was 459. Well, they're in California, yeah. In 2000, is this 2010? This is, this is, yeah, this is 10 years before COVID. Um, and then we finally see uh, Rod at uh, NCT Software. Uh, Where does he work? NCT Software. And he is on the phone making a sale. He, wait, but first of all, this guy has no fucking urgency. This guy, this guy is robotic. Has the urgency and the of charisma Jillian. of a well, bear on fire. Yeah, like Jillian's really charismatic, but she's got no fucking urgency, man. She, no. But she has charisma. So she's don't, got don't, great charisma. Did you just compare our fucking daughter to Rod from Birdemic? I'm going to smack that water out of your goddamn hands. How dare you? That's child abuse. And no, she didn't I said even know it. urgency. I don't care. From an urgency perspective. No! Okay. No. He is talking to a customer, asking him what it's going to take to earn their business. <laughs> this part, you... Uh, I lost my goddamn you mind. lost your goddamn mind at this part. He, Woo! <laughs> he, he, yes! he says, he says, what going to take to earn your business? And he goes... Swerve. Million dollars? Okay. Swerve. I can do that. And I'll take 50% off. He gives him what he asks for and then gives him an unnecessary 50% discount in the same breath. Biggest deal of his career. And then his bullshit hairy friend comes up and <laughs> talks about it. We don't know he's hairy yet, but we will learn later he's hairy. <laughs> and we're like, okay, this is ridiculous. And, and then, then cut, cut to... right to a one hour photo. <laughs> I said, sorry. Swerve, bitch is a model at a one-hour photo. It's just called My Photo, One-Hour Photo, and it's right next to, like, a lotto and gas place. And then... And then you see her getting, like, awkwardly taken pictures of. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this... There's something not right about this. She and then leaves this the one-hour photo place. swerve of the movie. I don't know about that. She the, leaves. She me. gets a call from, like, Dream Models, her, her agency her or whatever. Her agency, and then and they go, swerve. Congrats. You just renamed the Victoria's Secret cover model. And she's like, oh, great, thanks. You're at a one-hour photo place. They do passport photos. You are, as Rift Track says, you are arguably now one of the most recognizable women on the planet from getting this job. But you're just hanging out. Not with your family yet, though. Hanging out. No, 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 don't you dare. I will smack Anju. Don't you dare. You are so aggressive. Don't you dare. You're so aggressive on this episode. I've been waiting fucking a week. And it's bad enough I can't play it. I probably could, and we'd probably get our Spotify shit back, but I'm just in the case. Uh, so then uh, Rod celebrates his big sale by getting in the car and having uh, somehow a worse conversation than the first time. But, like, we had to watch her walk to her car and get, get in, in the, the car, car. Watch Rod walk to the car, get the business card out and call, and him be like... I and just, the sound is... Still, oh, from each so from each up. car, it's it's so fucking bad. He goes, "I've made a big sale." And she goes, "Oh, I'm a Victoria's Secret cover model," and I don't mean this to sound offensive, but you can tell, and from what I've heard about the making of the movie, that they had no leeway on what they were supposed to say, because you can tell this script was written by someone that English was not their first language, and 
from that, the actors who speak English had to say verbatim <laughs> whatever was in the script even if it didn't make sense in the context of the English language. Right at one point it says, like, I can't wait to see you in that in the lingerie. And it's like, that's not how humans speak. <laughs> that's not how American men speak. It's just weird and bad. Um, it got to the point where uh, uh, Whitney Moore, who, uh, what's the fucking character's name? Uh, it's Rod and, uh, what's her fucking name? Oh, I, uh, I don't even remember her fucking name. What's her name? I don't uh, remember. Natalie. Natalie. She, I guess, tried to voice her concerns about the movie and got in disagreements with the director. The director stopped speaking to her for three weeks, and any notes that he gave her, he would give to Rod to give to her. <laughs> so, that checks out. Real healthy environment on set. Yeah, that checks out. Um, so it sets up, uh, you know, they set up their first date. Mind you, he doesn't say where they're going to, just a good Thai restaurant. Um, or was it Vietnamese? I can't remember. Uh, an Asian restaurant. And uh, then we see Rod play basketball with his friend, both wearing polos. And there's nothing I love more in a movie than people that obviously can't do the sport they're tasked to do playing the sport they're doing. And then they, they weren't even fucking sweaty. <laughs> you see Rod put up one shot, bricks it against the backboard and goes... Hey, man, let's go talk over here. <laughs> Awkwardly against this fence. And, of course, his friend is like the like the hornball friend. Like, man, sex and girls and money and cars and fucking chest hair. But, like, a total dweeb. Wait, do it again? Sex and cars and drugs and fucking girls and fucking hair on my body. Uh... <laughs> Uh, between oh between <laughs> that and me doing that fucking uh, that goat <laughs> eating milk, drinking milk, milk earlier, he was eating that milk. Let's be fair. <laughs> my throat is fucking done. Pee my pants, man. Yeah, he's like Dude. fucking sports and fucking software and fucking Asian girls and bikinis and fucking peace. Uh. That was a great summary of the rest of the movie. Uh, just that character. <laughs> it's like summary of Rod's friend. Well, I don't think we got his name. Um, yeah, no, I think we did. And then, so, uh, so again, you wanna, you're listening right now. <laughs> I haven't said birds once. Yeah, and also, <laughs> there's also, no birds. It's only been like 20 minutes. Uh, the oh. movie really tries this environmental message. Uh, so we go into the, the scene where. Rod, love, <laughs> all right, so look. Okay, look, man. This scene was I so think, out of place. I think the worst what? scene in the movie is the solar panel scene, which is saying something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just so misplaced. I didn't know what was happening. Can we? Can and we? There was no chemistry. There was no ability. Can we shake hands right now and say that we will keep all of our original rules for the uh, for the Mullet Award at the end of the year, except for worst scene, Birdemic can qualify for multiple. <laughs> It's only fair to the movie. Okay. All right, good. So let's remember, in come December, January time, Birdemic is exempt from that rule. Uh, because it's just impossible. But I think, if you're listening to this, if I can influence voters like fucking Dave Meltzer does, a solar, a solar, a solar panel, a solar panel salesman, a solar panel, a solar panel salesman comes to Rod's house and... For the appointment he had that Rod's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and shows him uh, 
you know, he's going to put solar panels on his house. A and Rod, kilowatt solar panel. I'm not going to bemoan that. I have no idea how that's good or not. But wait, but but so Rod's like, oh, show me where you're going to put it. Cut to the outside of the house. No, no, don't you say cut. We watch them walk from inside the house to the outside of the house in real time to do it. I need to turn the fucking thing on. I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fill my water, talk about this solar panel dude, scene, and don't ruin the story. dude lives in a fucking gigantic three-car garage house. There's no reason this guy's eating... All his meals at this kitchen table, kitchen counter. But you see them walk and point erroneously to a part of the house and says, that's where we're going to put it. Um, And it was just like the chemistry of a wet blanket and a dog just talking about about solar panels. Ruining the story. they're, they're not two actors. I, I, you could honestly convince me that guy literally just sells fucking solar panels. Um, poorly. Poorly. Speaking of poorly, Rod's negotiating in salesman skills because he's like, I don't know, because how much was it? Like, it was like $100,000, no, right? No, it was not. It was like it was like twenty, I think. It, it, was, it was thousands yeah, of dollars. It was $20,000. I was like, I don't know, that's a lot. And the thing you do with it, he goes, you know what, because I like you, I'm going to take a thousand bucks off. And Rod's like, a sold! <laughs> you got yourself a deal, buddy. And then for the rest of the movie, when Rod's talking about solar panels, because at one point Rod then starts like... Well, no, so, so Rod has always had a dream. So he's a salesman at this, at where? NCC's offer. <laughs> but he's always had a dream of okay. his own company, a solar panel company that uses the software, nanotechnology, to be even more profitable. And so then he... Uh, so then uh, that's that's what he does. And so they cast a human being for that part that... Can you scratch my back? Physically cannot say the words solar panel together. What did he say? Solar panel. He said what? Solar panel. He takes the last two letters off of both words. So it's just like he says soul pan every time. But like, I think he tries to hide that he can't say it. So he just says it quickly. So soul pan. And every time you hear him, like, did, did someone box his ears and he's partially <laughs> deaf now? Say it again. Because like, later on in the movie, he's giving like a presentation, like a PowerPoint, and an old fucking pull-down projector in some dingy-ass conference room with some sketchy-ass people. And he has to say it like six times. And every time he says it, it's like, Sopa. It's like, what? Soul Patrol? Are you a Taylor Hicks fan? What's happening here? Okay, but wait. Uh, 22 but minutes wait. into the movie, we see our first bird. I think it's just dead. I don't even remember what it fucking Wait, does. Well, so we see the bird because they go on their date. She manages to find him at the restaurant. Oh, I didn't make a single note about the date. It's but, just no, so bad. No, here's what I wrote. Oh, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm in sales. It fits my personality. What fucking personality? <laughs> That's a riff track joke as well. What, what personality? personality? And then he has like... And then they have, then they talk about what they like to do. Nothing in common. Yeah, he's like, I like the 49ers and then the Eagles. And then they're talking about like what their ideal person is. Neither one of them are their ideal person at neither, all. Neither, neither. And then we just have to suffer through this awful day. Right, and then they walk and then, then we get a bird. But Swerve, it's not even a real fucking bird. It's a CGI... Parrot? No. So, 
again, I watched, there's a, a good 25-minute feature uh, from How? Vice okay. many years ago. How much? I spent a lot of time. I'm, I'm in deep. I'm actually James DeWitt. And he shows in this, I, we'll watch it. Uh, no, 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 I'm good, man. How I'm he does, how he edits and puts together the movie. It's literally just, I wasn't kidding, it's a TIFF file of a bird. And he just opens it, clicks on it, and drags it into the scene. <laughs> That's all that it is. So he has like a bird flapping. He has a bird I dead. I scratch my back again. Oh, for fuck's sake, lady. Uh, so yeah, we see a dead bird. Don't touch it, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so how do we follow this up? Asian whore, hairy chest, imagine piece. Turns out that Natalie's friend, who is this uh, young Wait, Asian but you woman, forgot, you forgot to talk about. I didn't how, forget anything about how Rod tried to invite himself into her apartment. Oh, she's what? not the type of girl. Yeah, exactly. On the first date. Who fucking does that? Oh, what? I can't come in. No, motherfucker. He didn't say that. I don't yes, think. Yes, he did. Oh, did he? Yes. I don't know. I was high. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be perfectly frank here. Um, and. And so, like I said, this date ends, and we go right into what appears to be an awkward hotel room with uh, just a crudely printed from, like, Walgreens piece of paper on the wall that just says, Imagine Peace, ImaginePeace.com. If you don't know what that is, that's Yoko Ono's website and charity for reasons. And there's a young Asian woman in a bikini, not her underwear, nope. a bikini. A bikini. You know why? Making out. You know why? Why? Uh, James Wynn made them wear bikinis so that they wouldn't actually have sex with the with the with the guys. That's a trivia. That's a trivia fact. That's a fact. I didn't see that. You know that's a fact. That's, that's he, why they had to wear bikinis so they he, wouldn't have sex. He thinks that's the only way people can have sex. Well, if they're not in actual underwear, then they're not going to want to have sex. <laughs> What yeah, an you didn't you didn't see that? Uh, yeah, look. While filming their love scenes, they wear bikinis. He had the actresses wear them as he did. She's not, not wearing a bikini. Natalie's not wearing a bikini. That's not a bikini. That was that was underwear. I thought. Okay. Anyway, she's on top of Rod's friend, and we find out He's that got he has a bear on. Like his you head. wouldn't, see, you wouldn't see looking at him. This guy looks like Robin Williams' knuckles, <laughs> but he does, and he's enjoying himself because he's fucking hotel room and fucking bikini girl and fucking love making and money. You're going to. I don't want to overuse it. I'm going to not have a voice tomorrow. Uh, um, and and, uh, and that then. And then the guys go to work, and, and it's a board meeting, and SWAR! Sold the company. For a billion dollars! For what company? I don't remember. Oh, no. for NCT NCT's over? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we get like three minutes of people happy and excited, and the boss, and whose Tom, name was Tom Stone. Tom Stone. And then they're talking about all the things that they're going to do, and... They're playing with RC cars, because that's cars. cool. And Harry Chessman's like, oh, you got to buy a Ferrari. And Rod's like, nah, man, I got a Mustang. It's a hybrid. Make sure it's it's very it's 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 very health conscious and yada yada yada. And his friend is like, Nah, man, come on, Ferraris and fucking come and fucking meet. Uh, I've overused it now, so it's, it's done. I'll, I'll surprise you with it later on. Thanks. And yeah. uh, and of course they go on a double date because of oh, small world thing. Why not? And they go see an inconvenient truth. 
And now, and now that guy instead is like, you know what, man? Fucking Greenpeace and fucking Al Gore. Well, well, you, you skipped around, I think, here. No, I'm, I'm just going based on my notes. Oh, okay. I, I'm just going, if you, if you have anything, stop and interrupt me. Because, um, again, it's, it's hard to keep up. Well, no, it's not. I mean, oh, with this movie, no, well, I mean because then they go see, then one they go thing to another, mom. yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of goes. Oh, did I miss her mom the first time? Yeah, you did. I did. You did. She did. goes to the. She, we meet Natalie's mom, who might just be somebody's mom that works for the movie, because this woman's not an actress. There's no way in hell this woman's an she actress. She messes up lines and just they just they keep rolling. It's just there is not a single. Fucking, I don't know why it took six months to make this movie because everything is the first take. I think Clint Eastwood made this movie <laughs> because he's just like, nope, keep going. We're, we're good. Just rock and roll. She is making cold cut plate. 38 dips in every cold cut I've ever seen. Cold cut plate. She is standing in that fucking kitchen and she's just like, yeah, man, fucking. T-. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> All right, for real, I'm done now. Uh, the riff tracks is a little mean because it's it was a different time. It was like ten years ago when you could make fun of somebody's aesthetics. She's a large woman, and the fact that she's just surrounded by food the whole time makes her an easy target. Um, and I, I think a couple weeks have gone by. I don't know, but she's just now seeing her daughter for her to tell her she's dating somebody, and she's a Victoria's Secret model now. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so that that happens, and so then they go on a, another date. Then they go on the double date. I'm sorry. No, not the double date. Then oh. they go on an uh, on well, a no. singular. Date. Well, before that, they had the, the the solar panel scene we talked about, where he's well, yeah, yeah. He, no, and then he gets so he gets a he gets what he gets like a um a grant for like six or ten million dollars, right, to do this like solar panel investment. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. He gets and, an investment for ten million, and then they go to the pumpkin festival, and then they're at the pumpkin festival. Walking around. And meet the mom. Mom's retired. And mom likes to cruise. We get way too much of a backstory on Natalie's mom for the fact that we will never see her again. She likes to cruise and watch TV. She's a former jeweler. She likes to, you know, be there and support her daughter. But I thought in the beginning, she's like, my mom's not really supportive of me being a mom. She wants me to be a real estate agent. That mom was being, she was, I thought she mom was supportive. Was she, she was real nice. Look, uh, not to tip my hand here, but I have the mom as one of two MVPs in the movie. M? MVPs, yes. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, if, if I'm going to give it, to, spoiler, if I'm going to give it to a human being, it's the mom. I mean, she, I mean we'll get there. <laughs> Can but... I tell you who my MVP of the movie is? I've, I've been sitting on this for a week. My MVP of the movie is Rod's Ford Mustang. <laughs> does so much work. The first 45 minutes of the movie, it is the most efficient thing in the movie. I mean, especially considering it's a hybrid, apparently. Look, uh, the, it takes a certain level of movie for us to break this rule, and I'm fine with giving it to the Ford Mustang, but if not, we're giving it to Natalie's mom. And I should note here, when I wrote her down in the MVP section, number one, I actually wrote her in the LVP section, and I wrote, as soon as I wrote her down, she fucked up a lot. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Definitely not an actress, but she seems like she's a cool hang, having fun. Nope, she just fucked her line up. Um, so they're having a date, and they decide... Uh, oh, let's go to this restaurant, where they're the only ones in the restaurant. Yep, but that's okay, because they have live entertainment. Swear! Hanging out! Hanging out! Hanging out with my family! 
But it, this having ourselves a party. I feel like they were in an Thanks Irish. Thanks the rest pub. of the podcast. I Hanging feel out. like they were in an Irish pub. Hanging out. So I think the place was called really, Cameron's. It feels really out of place. It has like kitschy license plates on the wall. Um, but I felt like it had an Irish pub vibe. But then the R and B singer came out, was hanging with the family. This so. place sucks. <laughs> this place is maybe the worst restaurant you know, and location I, I, in the movie I don't I've know ever if seen. It's a, a, the worst restaurant and location. I think that the fact that this was a four and a half minute scene because we had to listen to the entire song is what made it bad. So, and and we watched the two of them shuffle back and forth. Only ones in the restaurant. Only ones dancing. If you thought if you thought Rod's walking and Rod's acting and Rod's believability as a human being in a movie is is rough, just waiting to see Rod dance because it's just him like kind of moving back and forth as Natalie as a character just kind of laughs at him. But the song is called uh, "Just Hanging Out." I have it now on Amazon Music, and I play to annoy you on on many occasions, and it is. If you listen to the words... They're just hanging out with their family. They're not, because in the middle of many parts of the song, uh, uncles are glancing, I think butts are grabbed, but the chorus is just hanging out with my family and having ourselves a good time. And I love it, and (laughs) I want it played at my funeral (laughs) when I get killed by a bird. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Uh, it is one of my biggest regrets in life that I cannot play the song now due to our new constraints. Uh, I'm sure I'd be fine because I'm sure it's just probably public domain at this point. But it being on Amazon Music gives me pause enough to not do it. So I'll just sing it again for everybody right now. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with my family, having ourselves a party. Enjoy that. Look it up. Listen to it. Watch that scene. Just watch. If you're going to watch one scene in this movie, don't. But if you have to. Let it be that. Let it be that. By the way, we forgot to talk about uh, right before this, they had uh, a scene on the beach uh, where you can't hear what they're saying because the ocean is so loud. Uh, And then Rod finally consummates the deal. Well, no, no, no. What? What were you going to say? I was going to say, these two people... Have their own apartments and houses. Mm-hmm. No, that's what, that's what, oh, that's what you were going? Yeah. Where's he consummated? He takes her to a shitty-ass motel. Shitty-ass motel. I... And then she looks divine. So, I mean, I mean, I think she's a, a good-looking woman. And oh, she, you she, do? She, yeah, yeah. You like to be trapped in the pandemic with her? No. No, God, no. She was useless. <laughs> no. She's got... The dirtiest feet. <laughs> no, you can't. I have ever Shut seen up. in my life. They fucking making out on this bed. They, and they, all Mullet can look at. She's in a bra and underwear. Look, and all Mullet can look, look at. Look, it was my Rich Camelucci finding a Snickers in a bedroom moment, okay? That was worse, okay? That was worse. That was live. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was real life. That was real life. I, we, we have to rewind. I'm sorry. I know we're gonna get to the birdemic here any minute. No, no, we're not. It says it happens yeah, right. It happens right after scene, this. I know. So again, they go to a hotel after we've already established that she like has an apartment. Like, and they, he has a he has a house. Three car garage house. Well, they're probably installing the salt pan. Um, <laughs> so they, they everything's funny until like 
you see her in her underwear or her bikini. I'm like, oh, well, now we're objectifying her. <laughs> this isn't yeah, funny anymore. They, got, they were so into making out. Well, they were into, like, the physicality of all. But like you said, he's just like, you look divine. And it's just like, that, that's it? Like, I think what I was getting at was, like, she's a good-looking woman. Like, you know, and especially, she is, even before you see, even before you hear, even before you know, like, she's out of his league. Oh, <laughs> absolutely out of his league. So, like, you would hope in that moment he can, like, drum something up. Nope, it's still just flatline. He's so stiff and but, the, but then they get into the fucking bed, and, like, they're making out, and then, like, he moves, like, her, her top strap down and, like, gets a couple, like, neck, like, neggins on the, on the booby there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I don't want to see, fuck, come on, don't let this girl show her nipple in pandemic. That's just... She's got to live with herself, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it slowly pans down the rest of their body, and you're and her feet are black. And I get like they're at a fucking rub and tug motel, basically. But her feet are so nasty. They're so fucking dirty. <laughs> it's like how? Uh, would you make what? out with a girl whose feet were that dirty? I honestly don't know if I ever have or would. Like, I've never been in a situation where, like, I've been, like, that gross Chris, and doing shit. I really... You, you're an idiot. Why? You're never going to get the chance to make out with anybody, ever again. No, I mean, like, it's like a general hypothetical, like... Uh-huh, okay. I'm no, it's not him. I'm going to fucking call you Jim McMahon right now, because you have the headband on. It makes you look like the former Bears quarterback. Uh, so that he consummates the damn thing, fade to black. Oh, no. Well, we... We don't know what happens. I actually don't think they we did don't because know that they when they wake up the next day, they're just wearing their fucking clothes. He's got he's got his belt. He actually on. has a different outfit on than what he <laughs> what he was in technically. He technically so does. fades to black, and then we see like establishing shots of like six or eight different places we've already seen in the movie, and then all nice of a sudden, nice and calm, yeah, and, and then wow, and then it just fucking birds fucking everywhere, and shit's on fire, Things and there's exploring. chaos. We are now in the bird demic. Out of nowhere. And. They look so terrible. It's, it's so bad. It's so, it's so freaking great. bad. It's so good. It's, it's the worst so graphics bad. ever. So they wake up. The, of course, their phones are dead. His and belt is on. <laughs> and then they, they, the bird hits the door <laughs> with a huge, like, thump. They move the, uh, the bed in front of the door and the window and, like, they wait until the birds retreat to like leave. And then they find. And they find Ramsey and Becky. And uh, and the also, people in room three three six. Well, yes, and they also just found a hotel to fucking. That's why they're there. Everybody uh, to fuck. And I think the most iconic thing of the movie is this scene, which is them escaping the hotel. They have, they have to protect themselves. They maybe. protect themselves with wire hangers and. They try to get into Ramsey's shitty walk in van, a back to back, back to back, circle. and they're swinging hangers at these birds, wildly waving these hangers, and they don't touch. No, shit. and the birds are just in, like a helicopter a in feet. place, right over their faces, just like you know, flapping their wings as they're shittily swiping at them. It's. It is, it makes fucking Ed Wood look like fucking Jim Cameron. It is amazing. And then they get into the into the van. And then they're like, we gotta find survivors. 
like so and then they like drive away and they they pass this i guess all these cars mind you so we're talking about passing cars right so uh for the rest of the movie in the middle of this apocalyptic birdemic essentially right uh when they are still driving and parking a plenty and we see all of it play out and then when they are getting back into cars or saving people and they're shooting their fake guns with their awful effects out, there's just regular traffic driving by as if there's nothing else wrong or going on in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. There, there is just like nobody else is affected Super by this except misplaced. these people apparently. Uh, but yes, they find so, they find a, a group well, no, of cars. Well, no, they're like, oh, we got to find survivors. Yeah, they find a group of cars. Uh, like, why is this a movie? <laughs> like... That's my note at this point. Why is this happening? Uh, they find some cars broken down and there's some dead bodies on the side and of the then, road. And then dude just starts shooting. This Ramsey dude just starts sh- Well, yeah, well, he's got military training, obviously, by his, 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 his camouflage pants. And then the regular pants. traffic. Yep. And, and then, uh, they find uh, two kids. Oh, these fucking kids. The ki- well, we've talked about kid actors on this show. These kid actors are so bad that I'm pretty sure they just Thanks! Have- they have all their lines Thank dubbed you. over, which somehow sounds worse than anything else in the movie. Thanks. But they're, I'm hungry. I want a happy meal. I was I under that car for hours. hours. My mom is dead. <laughs> so we add two shitty kids to the mix. And then everybody else is super calm. Oh, yeah. But like in five, five seconds later, they're just playing their PSP in the car and are totally fine with everything. Uh,. That at this point, look, like the last 45 minutes is just a hodgepodge of shit. They go to a convenience store where everyone's dead and they get some water and some candy and some sandwiches. They go to a picnic bench, they fucking eat it. Then they find an old man on the bridge who doesn't want them near him because of the birds and the bird flu virus. Yeah, but and then he explains like, to us what the bird flu virus is. It's like, it's like, a, this was like a prequel to like COVID. Dude was wearing a mask and shit. What? <laughs> yes, he was wearing a mask, but this is not like COVID. This is this is like the like happening. The had birds. This is the, the happening on performance dehancing drugs is what this movie is. Um, but it was just the same flock of birds kept coming after that. It was just one flock of birds. And uh, when Ramsey or Rod is making contact, it's just one bird in the sky and a little. T- <laughs> the bird just falling out of the sky. A little red shot dead. Uh, we lose. Then, we lose Becky because well, how, she has to go take lose, a. Sh- she got a shit. She got to take a shit. <laughs> Quote unquote in my notes: Hot girls with guns taking shits, <laughs> which I think is a Pornhub category. You can actually look up. <laughs> it's just and girls then, with guns taking shits. And then things um, start to go off the rails here. Okay. <laughs> we are fifty-three minutes into this podcast. Then they find a fifty-eight bus. minutes into this movie. Then they get a bus. No, 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 no. We're not to the bus yet. Yeah, we're, we're not to the bus. bus. No, we're not she at the bus yet. Becky is and dead, guy. and Ramsey can't deal with it. Oh, you're right. We are at the bus. And then we're at the bus. We're at the bus. Yeah. And uh, and they find. Oh, there's people yelling, "Save us! Help us! Save us!" So these people do, and then well, Ramsey does. Ramsey, and then these people are fucking. Pieces of shit. They're like, I don't want to leave. So then, why the fuck are you yelling for help, motherfucker? They're yelling for help. Ramsey kills all the birds, well, gets them off the help. bus, and running then, inside the bus, going to all the different windows. Apparently, and Ramsey forces them off the bus, and then like three birds come back, 
And now all of a sudden... This is the biggest swerve of the movie. Oh, absolutely. The biggest swerve of the movie. Then It might be one of the biggest swerves in Merv's history. The birds have like toxic spits. Acid spit, baby. And They're they, like the aliens. They get like this aliens. yellow fucking goop chucked on them. And it's just acid. And, and now their their faces are dead. burning. They're dead. They die. And, and the yeah. poorest acted death scenes I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is, is Ramsey, this like... Awful. Awful cargo panted meathead. This shitty little goth kid in an Easy E t shirt. Some random teenager and, and this some, old lady, this old overweight Mexican lady, are just like, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, dead. Yeah, it, it was not. Send it down to Rod and Natalie to get the kids out of there. And uh, the, the bus scene is absolutely riveting. Like, as a concept, as an execution, uh, it feels like it could be an execution. Like, right. like we should get rid of Death Row inmates by making them watch that on a loop until they fucking kill themselves. How how much time has passed at this point? Would you say in this birdemic? It's been at least the two bir- days. the birdemic or just the like the movie from beginning to end. No, the bird since the birdemic. A few hours. <laughs> it's honestly it's the same day. So then they're driving around. So then they're driving. They come to a gas station because they need some gas. They come to a gas station. That's still open for regular business. That has power, that can take credit cards, that has gas. Has not been ransacked. And has the coolest, worst That's my odor. You're fucking kidding me. Yo, man, it's $100. You cannot... The bird... You I, cannot bemoan the guy that actually that, owned that gas station that being attack. forced to be in this movie. forced to do shit. You want to use my store? I got to be in the movie. Are you any good? Yeah, man, listen to me talk. I can't understand a word you're saying. Yeah, I'm great. I got a lot of gas. It's $100. $100 is outrageous. That's $100. Take it or leave it. <laughs> so, of course, he buys it. <laughs> He took it. He takes it to get some more. With By the way, credit card machine that's they, still They works. took a whole case of water at the first gas station. They need more water. It's four people. They had their daily consumption of water knocked out, and it might still be noon. We don't know. They, they uh, yeah. Uh, also, I wrote, hundred. they're charging $100 a galoon instead of gallon. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they see a, a, a cowboy on the side of the road. Um, and ask if he needs help, Let's and he's help like, this guy. He needs, "More of it's a sticker." He, he needs gas, and they're like, "Well, we just bought some for dollars a gallon. We need it." And he pulls a gun on him, and as he forces Rod to Second give him gas, of the movie he right he does the moonwalk out. Slit. Stop jumping over my fucking lines, lady. Sorry. Good lord. Sorry. Throat slit. <laughs> <laughs> as he's walking backwards. If you're going to have the effects and the graphics that you have in this movie, you need to have one or two moments like this that come from out of nowhere and are so bad that it's like, okay, this is actually geniusly bad because it's just a bird go (laughs) across the shot and a little sound effect. And this guy now has like this gushing fucking jugular wound. Rod's dumbass doesn't get the gas. Doesn't get the gun, just gets back in the car and fucking drives. Um, and it's not not like takes off, like peels out, drives like seven miles an hour. So fucking yeah. slow. He exits the scene like your grandmother drives to and from anywhere in Aventura. Yeah, for. and then probably my favorite scene in the movie <laughs> is next. 
if we didn't have enough, uh, if we didn't have enough environmental, uh, environmental preachy bullshit, they go into the woods to get some fresh water out of this creek that looks dirty as hell. And they got all kinds of. Diseases. There is this creeper in the worst wig you've ever seen, watching them from the a wor- tree from afar. It's not the worst wig I've ever seen. The but worst pretty- wig besides Steve Riel's wig <laughs> I have ever seen. Because when yes. Steve puts that wig on, to be fair, depending on who puts it on, it looks like it could be that person's hair. This is blatantly a shitty what, ponytail wig. What was it that I said wig. about what this you guy looks like? You said this guy looks and sounds like Woody Harrelson with AIDS. <laughs> and so I've never funny. been more in love with you than I was in that moment. <laughs> and then this oh, guy... Don't, I'm not kissing you during the pandemic. No, no, I don't want any of this. This is the You're worst. So sweet. And so this guy's like, yeah, man, fucking trees and birds and fucking life and fucking flannel. Uh, and so yeah, then he just fucking talks. This guy talks like a fucking, this guy talks like Jared Fogle's fucking cellmate. A legitimate, this fucking tree pervert. It's a legitimate soliloquy. I live with the trees and he lives in a fucking tree house. And these are my friends. And they're and my friends and the, the birds are going to harm you. The ecosystem beetles, and the bug- something about fucking cum beetles and <laughs> the redwoods, the redwoods and discern the trees and oh, there's a, I heard a mountain lion. I got to go. <laughs> Why am I getting a moment? Why did we need that? Because because we 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 needed it, man. We it it just it drives home the lesson of the movie. What? Please, I'm begging you. Take care of the earth. Uh, that or the birds will kill you. <laughs> then there's a forest fire for no goddamn reason. I wasn't a fucking forest fire. Let's talk about this. <laughs> this is the fakest looking forest fire I've ever seen. It was the, it was it was it was awful. And then and then they escape. They escape, but they get some kind of smoke inhalation because these bitches be coughing. Bitches be coughing. And It was just bad. Oh, <laughs> you think you realizing that now? It was, it was just. I don't. I just don't get it. I just don't get what the point was. The point is, this guy wanted to make a fucking movie, and he was going to make him the movie he wanted to make at all costs, and nobody was going to tell him otherwise. No one was going to fucking stop him, and that's exactly what he fucking did. They find. Their friend, their their friend. She's still wearing her imagined P shirt. She's sure. now dead. She's dead. Hair guy's like, ah, fucking no pulse and fucking passenger seat, and I'm fucking dead. Um, uh, editor's note here. Uh, this guy doesn't talk like this, but I just, <laughs> just in case someone watched the movie, he's like, hmm, that guy doesn't isn't very that exciting or interesting. I'm doing my best. Uh, their friends are now dead. They're really tore up about it because <laughs> they just go to the beach and uh, Rod catches a fish. Oh no. There's all the, excuse me, you've mm. jumped ahead. What did I miss? They go to the beach, and then conveniently, in the trunk of and the car Ramsey's, that's not even their car. Ramsey's van. Oh, right, because they had to go with Ramsey because Roger's lost the keys with <laughs> Ford Mustang. Can't be the Ford Mustang. I'm sorry. Ford Mustang's out because well, the keys were lost. And also because, come on, you can't fit all these people in the fucking Ford Mustang. It's also, also it's a car. <laughs> and it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. No well, I mean. It in, no power. No, pa- no, it doesn't run off soap, huh? Yeah, it's... 
I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this movie's great. This movie's amazing. Can I have a tissue? Uh, no, you can deal with what you got going on by your own. Uh, mm-hmm. You are full-blown weeping. <laughs> just made. What? What was that noise you just made? That's oh, that, boy. Okay. All some right. Some kind of hiccup? Uh, so, yeah. So, no. The car doesn't have cell path. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Let me make sure people got that in case it was missed over the fucking weird noises we made. Uh, so yeah, so so they're in Ramsey Van. In the back of Ramsey Van, he there's just a has, fishing pole. Yeah, a fishing pole and like a fucking oven. No, a stove like a, a stove like a stove. camping stove. Uh, so Rod catches a fish and they gather up some seaweed. They make they don't treat the fish. They don't scale it. They just put it in the shitty stove. Slap some seaweed on it and just expect to serve it to these two <laughs> toddler orphans. <laughs> they weren't toddlers. They were. They were mentally toddlers. Well, yeah, that's. True. And they're and that's what the the aforementioned. I want happy meal. I don't want to eat this. It's yeah, gross. Resentful, My, ungrateful bitches. Yeah, these two fucking strangers took you in. And took you and from one of them was in the fucking trunk. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, they got him out of the trunk after Ramsey figured out how to open the fucking trunk. <laughs> Which we saw in real time for 45 seconds. Uh, and the one girl fucking slid underneath the fucking car and they had fucking cuts on their arms. She tapes them all up and everything and they won't eat fucking unscaled fish and fucking <laughs> shitty seaweed in the middle of a birdemic. Uh, I'm going to sound like I went to a fucking concert tomorrow. Uh, and then the birds come back and then doves come out and they save the day and the movie ends. <laughs> I was like, that's the end? It is... It is Everything bizarre. we've said, it, it is, is the most bizarre. bizarre, anticlimactic, like, up-your-ass message. Like, I thought the happening was ridiculous, and that, like, the trees just decide to, like, everything's fine. The same thing happens here. They're on the beach, the birds come back out and attack, and then doves come, and they basically just pied scare Piper. They don't even scare them away. They come by, and they're like, hey, guys, supper. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the, the, the hawks or the falcons or whatever the fucking kind of birds they are... Um, follow the doves and Rod and Natalie and the two kids stand on the beach and watch all the birds, uh, quote unquote, fly away, which is them flying into place because they can't have the graphics actually show them like getting further away. And that happens over the entire credits. So that's about five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then it ends. And that is Birdemic. Shock and terror. Uh, and it's this- Tippy Hendren. Tippyhedron? Tippyhedron. <laughs> How many sides does a tippyhedron have? <laughs> you don't want to know. She appeared. She was on the TV screen. Remember how when Natalie came out in her bikini, we are like, what was he watching? Gotcha. That's what he was watching. I also do believe that this is not James Wen's like, first movie, or he did another oh, project wow. that she was involved in, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Um, which, uh, again, from the little bit of research I had done. 
Uh, speaking of research, I want to point out that I've waited until now to say and do this. Okay. Uh, this movie uh, was a, a, a quote-unquote success in that he went to either right. Sundance, I think it was Sundance, and kind of guerrilla campaigned for the movie. It wasn't like a part of the festival. He just took his shitty car, which might have just been Ramsey's van, I think, and put like fake dead bird carcasses all over it and just had that annoying squawking sound and had screenings. And generated some buzz, and then people saw it, and they're like, oh, God. But it's like that kind of oh, God buzz where, like, the room and things happen with it. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. how Severin Films picked it up, and it became this cult thing. And, of course, the success and all this noise got this guy, like, all jazzed up and excited, thinking something was going to happen. Paramount, at one point, was interested in financing some things, and, of course, none of it happens. So he proceeded over the next... 12 years to make two more two more Birdemic movies which I am buying and we are doing for this show 100% there's no way I know nothing about them I've never seen anything I think uh, Rod and Natalie are in them I do believe Rod and Natalie are in the second one based on the cover that I saw the third one I do not know the third one I think literally just came out earlier this year yeah. Don't, uh, don't, no, no, put, I, don't, put, put, put that down. No, put no, that. I'm just seeing if they're no. in the cast. No, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want... Don't spoil Birdemic 3 for me. Rod's there, but I didn't see Natalie, so... I just... Are you fucking kidding me? I just said don't spoil it. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a, a surprise. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> An hour and eight minutes in, and you fucking spoil Birdemic 3 for me and the audience? No. I just, I, you made me turn it off before I could find the answer. And then you, no, then you told me. No, but I, I, I don't know. I can't. Can I finish scrolling through the No, what, do you not understand what the conversation is right now? I don't want to know anything about Birdemic 3. Put your phone down. Oh my gosh. Samantha, okay. stop being a bitch. If we get in an actual argument over Birdemic 3, we should just get a divorce. <laughs> stop it. You buy Birdemic three, I'm gonna get a fucking divorce. Oh, too late. Uh, <laughs> it's in the cart. It's 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 coming, baby. Uh, so yeah, so this guy is all in on the Birdemic thing, and uh, I'm right there with him. It's it's exactly what I love and exactly what I want with my movie. Good, but I mean my bad movies. It's. I, I could watch this again and again and again, as evidenced by us watching it immediately afterwards, granted in, an, in a, a variant version of yeah. it. So. Uh, I think we already named our MVP. We're going with Natalie's mom. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, there, I, I there's, think, uh, there, I mean, it should literally be nobody. Like, there is not a single performance in this movie that I can be like, that person made it out okay. So punk. No, not the solar the solar panel guy. Look, the LVP list itself is basically just reading the list of the cast from Wikipedia. Is all that it is. But um, I'm fine giving it to Natalie's mom because, like I said, at the very least, that lady was like, hey, you know, um, we're hanging out having a good time. You kids need me to bring anything? This seems like fun. You know what I mean? Uh, so the MVP, are you fine with that? Sure. The MVP of this movie. Patsy. Is Patsy Van Ettinger. Was she an actual? Was she an actual fucking actress? Uh, she's been in every one of his movies. Oh, so she must just be like his fucking adopted mom or something. 
Um, oh yeah, Julian Jack is the movie that James Wan did in 2003. A computer chip salesman dates a software designer in a virtual reality program. I can't believe I'm going to buy all this fucking guy's movies. That's how he fucking gets. If it was easy for me to buy Neil Breen movies, I, know, I would. I know, I know, I know. It's just from his website, and they're $25, and I don't no, trust the price, it. The price went up. They're 30 Oh, great. I don't trust it. You've been on there recently? Just like, I have, but I didn't look at the actual price. I fucking hate you. Uh, so she's the LVP, uh, the MVP. The MVP. I'm sorry, she's the MVP. <laughs> they're basically reversed. It's like Bizarro World at this point. If you had to name one, I know who mine is. Who do you go with? The LVP? Yes. Can it be one of the children, or we're not doing the children? So the children are on, both children are on my list. Both children suck. Both, the Rod both children, sucks. It has to be Rod. It has to be Rod. The fact that he is in basically Honestly, almost every it, frame it, of this movie. It could be anyone, and I'd be like, it, yeah. It could be. I wrote down both kids and Rod. Rod is arguably the worst acting performance of all time. <laughs> it is abysmal from the delivery of everything about him on the, his first date and the fact that he can literally not say solar panel. It has to be Rod. I give the kids the benefit of that because they're fucking kids. It, it has to be Rod. Yeah. So Alan Bag is the uh, the LVP of Birdemic. I want to point out uh, the cast. Patsy Van Edgar gets the and credit, so she must have gotten paid extra. <laughs> Funny. Um, I there. There's so much we didn't even fucking tackle and cover when the bird flies into the gas. T- the gas pump and it just explodes for no reason. Uh, there's uh, what else? That was a great uh, scene there. There, it, I hate to tell anybody. Look, this is the worst movie ever. You gotta watch it. But this is the worst you, movie you ever. You gotta raccoon people. You, you got to raccoon have people. to watch it. You, if you're listening to this, fucking at the very least, watch the riff tracks and have a great hour and a half time. Because the Rift Tracks is legitimately funny. You still get to watch the movie in its original form. It's it's on YouTube for free. Do it. You will not be disappointed. You might be a little disappointed. Because the guy doesn't talk like, uh... The guns! He doesn't talk like that. How'd you do that for so long? Because I'm fucking talented and good. I... Who put me in this movie is Rod, and I fucking crush it, except I can't make up with that girl because she's got shitty, dirty feet. <laughs> you can't say solar panels. I can say solar pom. Fucking dirty feet and solar pom! Alright, let's... Uh, anything else on Birdemic? I, I need to no. take an actual shower after this. <laughs> I feel so... Gr- I had to turn the fan on. I had to get a third bottle of water. It's, it's, it's rough city. And we've we've been doing this these poor people for an hour and thirteen minutes. Man, I could go on. Oh, I so can I, oh, trust me, trust me. But we've basically talked as long as the movie. We might be able to fucking match this up on riff tracks at this point. Um, it's a one. It's a one, right? I'm giving a it a one. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm giving one. it a one. 
Uh, if I could give it less than a one, I would give it, it less than a one. It is the clubhouse leader <laughs> for the worst movie of the year. Um, yeah, God, it's... it's so good. There's so many special features on this, too. There's audio commentary from James Wynn. And I would actually like to listen to the audio commentary of Alan Bagg and Whitney Moore. That would actually be very riveting to me. There's deleted scenes. Oh, we watched the deleted scenes. Wasn't it? There's one deleted, <laughs> There's one deleted scene. scene. And what was it even? The kid in the car, I think. Oh, yeah, they, they have the kid in the car. And then there's a blooper reel, which is just the kid saying shit, right? That's yeah, all that it was. Something like that. There's an experience tour featurette. There's a teaser for the James Nguyen story. There's an electronic press kit. <sighs> Incredible. So this is my nominated movie. Um, next week we will have Jupiter Ascending. I don't know, we're going to have to watch that on Tuesday and record right afterwards or figure something out because it's a bit of a weird week next week because I got a, a bunch of work stuff. And then next week, oh boy, baby. No, we won't hear about next week's episode. But the week afterward, we are, I'm eight days away from the Barbie Oppenheimer double feature. I cannot wait. I've been waiting literally like a year for this and it's finally happening so close. Um, so I'll have a full report about that in two weeks. Um, realizing we may need to do a programming change because we're supposed to have our guest star show for episode 249, but our guest stars haven't picked their movie yet and have a very, very limited window of when they can record. So, and one of those two days would be uh, a day that now I'm recording something else. So, uh, whatever you nominate now might be what we watch in two weeks. So, uh, don't fuck it up. And uh, what are you nominating? I'm going to nominate Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. And a star is born. Oh, man. Oh. Well, I'm picking a star is born. <laughs> of course I am. I was like, was Slumdog wasn't nominated before? No. I, you did not say that convincingly. I don't know. No. I don't think so. I know a star is born is not, but let me double check the list. You fucked this up before. I don't think it has. Yeah, okay. Be, so shut the fuck up. I'm going to be confident. This is important stuff. Uh, no, you're good. So A Star is Born will probably be coming in two weeks because then we got Interstellar and then we are going to finally, in the month of August, start knocking out the Fast and the Furious franchise. All fucking ten of those movies. Oh, it's going to be so tedious. How the fuck did Nick and Rich and Peyton do that? They don't have a kid. Or Rich and Nick do that. I don't think Peyton was on those. On uh, Franchise Surprise. The first or second or third season of Franchise Surprise. Um, which is available on arcadeo.net where you can get this podcast as well. And the other shows on our network. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to those podcasts like this one. Wherever you get them. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. For all the Arcade Audio shows, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies, at marriedwmovies on Twitter, marriedmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Mel30 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. Also for me, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle. I was able to get uh, this week's episode up. It is Super Brawl 8. Um, yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna try to steer the course, try to get through it as best What's I can. What's the next show? Uh, then after that will be ECW Living Dangerously 1998. That sounds that sounds boring. Yeah, was, uh, the show uh, is famous for uh, Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow going through the ring and the debut of Jenna Jameson as an interviewer. So that's the two notable things about that show. Ah, yeah. I'd like to see Hook go through a ring. See who Hook go through a ring? Yeah. 
Like your ring, your fucking <laughs> butt ring. That's weird. <laughs> For a mullet. I want to see Hook and Birdemic. <laughs> oh, he would be so good at it. He would just punch the birds. He would be terrible. <laughs> That's a little bitch. <laughs> at least he could say solar panels. I don't know if he can. Hook doesn't talk. He doesn't need to. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Fucking wrestling. Fucking my dad is Taz. Fucking swoopy hair and tattoos and fucking shorts, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking hooked, man. I got you back in the end. all that matters. No, no, no. I almost killed you, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I felt things happen inside of me earlier when you said cell panel that I'd never experienced before. I couldn't, like... I mean, look, that... My that... heart and my... I had a massive headache. I was dripping with sweat. My throat hurt. My chest hurt. I felt tingles in my feet. And I was like, this is this is it. I felt like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. I was like, this is how I go. And you're going to have to tell everybody. How do you go? Oh, he laughed himself to death about Birdemic. And you're going to go to fucking jail. Because <laughs> they're going to be like, I don't believe you. You killed him. I'd say he bought the movie. That is, that is involuntary manslaughter. That is that's what you did. Completely voluntary. How do what are all these people's birth certificates? Tall the death bird? Yeah. <laughs> Is that just bird said? attack. Bird. Bird attack. What was I doing? Was it oh. bird attack? Barry Woodman. Shout out to a former guest on the show, Justin Baker, and future guest on the show, Javier Santiago. Uh, when I went out with them, I'm not them, doing the show with Javier. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh God. He kind of sounds like the gas station guy. <laughs> I mean, we have to fucking how do you dub a podcast? Um, Translate it. We went out a few weeks ago uh, for drinks, and we went and did some arcades and some bowling, and I, I was feeling pretty good, and we were doing psych outs when we were bowling, and I just got lazy to the point where the only way I was psyching people out was just going, bird. <laughs> it's like different variations of the word bird, and it really fucking worked. So, roundabout way, go. Javier and Birdemic are already connected. There you go. Perfect. Cell path. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.